Welcome everybody to another episode of the Desbro Show, episode 18, the show where we try to keep it clean. And of course, it's your boy MJ. As little brother Drew, I want to welcome you to the show where we rant, review, and discuss news and rumors such as anime, TV shows, movies, video games, and any other topics us geeks like to talk about. And of course, like always, you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and any other streaming service you use to listen to your podcast on and please as always follow us on instagram at the desbro show and on twitter at the desbro show okay it's been a while like <laughs> usual it's always been a while but here we are again um not a lot to talk about but we just decided to do a show you know just to keep it keep things moving mm-hmm. um what you been up to man just uh school and playing the new game pokemon arceus <laughs> pokemon legends arceus that game is highly addicting that's yeah. all i gotta say it's very addicting dude yeah for me you know same old same old just work yeah. <laughs> just same old boring work but um nothing too exciting especially because you know the 49ers lost yeah a couple weeks ago you know and um the last time we recorded we barely beat the cowboy well, you know we beat the cowboys and then after that we beat the packers which was a surprising win yeah um and then uh yeah then the following week against the, the freaking rams we lost yeah. you know and yeah, we've beat them six times in a row, but the the game that really means the most, most important one, they beat us on it. Yep, the big ones, the big one. You know, it's, it's like it's like when I get a fortune cookie and it says you lose the small ones, but you always win the big ones. That's how this felt when I saw this. I'm like, yeah, this is one of those things. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, that's what I see. Right, like. That's yeah, what yeah, it yeah. Feels like. So in other words, like we. We uh we won the battles, but we didn't win the war. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it was it was it was devastating to me, man. It was a devastating loss, and uh, it is what it is. And now tomorrow, because we were recording this today is uh, Saturday, February February 12th. Tomorrow's the 13th, which is Super Bowl Sunday. Mm-hmm. And I'm going. We're going Bengals. Desbros, <laughs> let's go Bengals, baby. They're the underdog in this one, huh? They're the underdog in this. They're the one. underdog in this one, man. And uh, yeah, man, who day? The Bengals. Yeah, let's get it, man. Hopefully they go. Uh, once this is uploaded, maybe on Monday or Tuesday, y'all, everybody will already know the result. But we're just letting everybody know, hey, screw the Rams. <laughs> let's go Bengals. Um, <laughs> other than that, uh, yeah, that's that's what's been going on so far. And uh, I mean, the good news, the good thing that came out of that Niners loss was no more Jimmy Garoppolo. So that's a good one. Oh, A.K.A. Jimmy Garbaggio. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and for, for people who, who follow me on my personal Instagram, uh, I talk a lot of smack about my team as they're playing. It's this weird thing that I had going for a while that I thought worked. It was like kind of like a um, uh, superstition. Yeah. Because I started doing it a couple of weeks ago before the playoffs where I would talk crap on my team, on my Instagram stories, and boom, they'd start doing good and win the game. So I kept doing that every game ever since, and it worked and it worked and it worked, and it even worked on the Bengals because I, I was... I've I've always supported the Bengals as soon as they went into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I was backing them on the AFC. I wanted them to go to the Super Bowl. So I would do the same to them and boom, they kept on winning. So I was like, "All right, my superstition is working." I tried that on the Rams game, on the uh NFC Championship game and that did not work at all. So yeah. that superstition's out the window and <laughs> there's I mean, a lot of them. Like just cuz <clears> I don't believe in any superstition no more. There's nothing good <laughs> luck about any damn shoe jersey hat how are you gonna wear it where you're gonna sit none of that it's a bunch of bull it's a bunch <laughs> of bs so no more superstitious bull crap i'm done with it end of story yeah and that's where we are so can't wait for next year uh rumor has it <clears throat> and these are just crazy crazy out of the world rumors but tom brady's retired right 
rumor has it that he wants to come back. The only team he wants to come back with, if he comes back, is with the 49ers. I would love it. I would love if that happened. Of course. I don't give a damn if, oh, Trey Lance needs to start. No, he could wait one more year. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Still a kid. He's only 21. Going to go 22. God, yeah. He's yeah, got he's his got whole time. life in front he's of him. He's got time. To get better. You know, so I, I truly, you know, if, if we don't get another veteran quarterback and Trey Lance is the starter, so be it. I'm happy regardless. I like Trey Lance mm-hmm. as a player. Um, Let it happen. But at the same time, if you have an opportunity to get Tom Brady, the greatest of all time, excuse me, yeah. the greatest of all time, you take that opportunity and you have this kid, Trey Lance, learn from Tom Brady. From Tom Brady, yeah. the greatest of all time. Now, will Trey Lance be the greatest of all time, even if he learned? Probably not. Maybe. <laughs> maybe not, but he can learn a few things or two, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, I would love the idea of that. I, I, I support the idea of the Niners bringing in Tom Brady and... Uh, Doubt it'll happen. It's wishful thinking, but I would I would love that tremendously. Yeah. But that's that's where the state of the team's at right now, and that's all we have on NFL guys. So go Bengals. Let's go take the victory. Take it all, baby. Let's go Bengals. <laughs> um, you want to talk a little bit of uh, Pokemon Arceus, right? Dude, I'm so itching to talk about po- park- Pokemon Arceus, dude. So like basically, um, like this game is everything I wanted in a Pokemon game. Mm-hmm. Like, the whole time when I'm playing Pokemon Arceus, I'm just thinking to myself, this is how Sword and Shield should have been. Uh-huh. Sword and Shield should have been like this game, dude. Like, this is like awesome next-gen, you know, advancement for Pokemon. Mm-hmm. When um, it comes to Pokemon, yeah. Cause, yeah. yeah. When it, I have like two cons about it, though. And, uh, you know, they're just small, little just little, little nitpicks, just two of them. Uh, one is, of course, the platform, the scenery, mountains, trees, grass. They could have done a better job with the scenery. The Pokemon look amazing. Pokemon mm-hmm. look amazing, but the scenery itself is like, uh, you and you. They, they, I mean, Breath of the Wild did it, so I mean, yeah, they, they could have done it too. There's no excuses, but you know. And then the, the second con is when you see a Pokemon from far away, they look real glitchy. Yeah, like when they're flying, they look real glitchy. When you go closer to them, they start the the glitchiness goes away and they start moving nice and smooth, and it's like, oh, okay, that's awesome, but. There's a little bit of that, um, but those are the only two cons. Um, other than that, though, dude, like, oh man, the the game is the, the game is just amazing. Um, the the two ways of playing this game, there's two ways of playing this game. You can either throw your Pokeball at a Pokemon and catch them like that, mm. or of course, you know, the traditional Poke battles. Right. You know, weaken them and catch them. Um, there are no gyms in this game. Okay. Um, so, like, in most games, you know, you, when you get gym badges, you can pi- pick up higher-level Pokemon. Right. In this game, the mechanic is more like you get stars by completing your Pokedex with your Pokemon. You catch a Pokemon uh. and you complete the Pokedex, you can get more stars. I'm still in the first level of Obsidian Fields. Okay. I've leveled up my Pokedex to, like, six stars. I can already catch Pokemon at level 80 already oh, if I wanted to. nice. Yes, and I'm still in the first level. Uh-huh. Like, I haven't advanced <laughs> any further. I'm still in Obsidian Fields. And in Obsidian Fields, you could... This is how awesome this game is with Obsidian Fields. You could catch an Eevee. You could catch a, uh, a Geodude, Snorlax, Abra, Machop, Chimchar, Gyarados, and, of course, Pikachu. And that's all in the Obsidian Fields by itself, dude. You catch all those Pokemon right there. Um, and you can level them up at the Obsidian Field, too. Like, if you want to say, like, you want to get... You want to start off with, like, uh, a Machamp all the way through the game, you can get a Machamp at the, oh, all the way. Yeah. So, like, basically what you do is... um, 
because you know there's most games you have to trade in order to get them champ mm-hmm. to turn a choke into champ. In this one, there's these little power cords that you could find in these things called the uh, distortion, uh, time distortions, space time distortions. And when you find these space time distortions, when you find these little cables, you could evolve the Pokemon without trading it. So that's a pretty, that's a pretty, you know, they should be doing that from now on in these games. Um, when a Pokemon levels up, you could decide to evolve it or not. They just don't evolve like that. You decide when to evolve uh, your Pokemon. But they have to, do they have to hit a certain? Well, the, when they XP? Want, well, once they once they once they reach their certain level. So say like Eevee. Okay. Say like you want to keep Eevee the way it is. Mm-hmm. You don't want it to evolve into Espeon. You don't want it to evolve into Umbreon. You could choose if you want to evolve it or not. They'll show a little evolve button, uh-huh. and you could just leave the Pokemon the way it is throughout oh, the whole game. Okay. So you could, you evolve your Pokemon when you want to evolve your Pokemon. Um, there's also these alpha versions, huge, huge steroid-like Pokemon that are just full of power, and you, they're dude, they're they're awesome to fight and catch. Like just fighting and catching them is just so fun. Um, the battle style in this in this game is just it, it like that when you when you fight in this game, like there's like an agile style and strong style, and uh, it, it's it's an interesting mechanic to put in these new Pokemon games. It's really fun. Um, the trainers. Uh, you, like, there's only like a couple of Pokemon trainers, but you you do battles. There is Pokemon. There are still Pokemon battles in this game. Oh, okay. So if you want to like battle, not many right? Like in previous games. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. You, yeah, you, and I believe like I'm not so far yet, but I believe there's also these these things called bandits. Okay. These enemies called bandits, and you could battle them. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um. Yeah, dude. This is, I I just so. It's just so exciting. It's just an exciting game yeah, to, to play. Every, every time I come by the house, I see you. All you're doing is playing Pokemon Arceus. Yeah, yeah, and, <clears throat> dude. And the, the story itself, it's it's pretty. And that's what kind of gets you into the story too. Is that you're basically an origin story of like where Pokemon are just attacking people, like they're just these animals that you're walking by. They see you and they just go after you and they attack you, and uh, you're basically creating this world where you're you're basically the pioneer of turning Pokemon. And people to become partners and befriend in this world, in this harsh world that they live in. Mm-hmm. So it's an origin story, you know. And uh, yeah, I you know, just I'm having a lot of fun with this game, and what? I'd say it's a must buy. Okay, okay. I say it's a must buy. I would get it, but I still got many other games lined up for me to play right now that I'm on. Mm-hmm. So who knows when I will, and even if I will. Okay, uh, are you, are you? Yeah, okay. I'm done. I'm done. So I got a qu- couple questions. Mm-hmm. Right now, who is your favorite Pokemon that you're using right now? Tops, um, tops. As of right now. As of right now, uh, he, he's just my personal favorite, Scyther. Yeah, you know, he's my personal. He favorite. always has been. He's always been. And a kid, he yeah. has a new. He has a new evolution. Um, Cleavor, and you could also. He also has Scyther, and of course, Scyther. I don't have him yet, but you get him back like, further in the game. You could uh-huh. evolve a Scyther into Scyther. But yeah, that, that that's my favorite number one Pokemon I like playing. Is all right, and then <clears throat> if you were to choose between the style. Of this game compared to the previous games of Pokemon that we all know and used to love, what would you rather choose? I choose this style, man. This style, this better, style huh? is a lot more interesting. Um, with Agile style, you could like do two moves at at the same time. So say like you move once with Agile, mm-hmm. you could probably move a second time. And there's also the strong. It's just, it's a slower ability, but it's just a more massive approach to it to the move. So that's that's a, that's a pretty interesting one to use too. Um, it. It's just the better. I think the battling in here is a little bit better than previous Pokemon games. Really? I would say. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So you, maybe they, in the next actual Pokemon game, maybe they can make a hybrid, right? 
Well, it, 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 if they Is make that it, the rumor? yeah, like honestly, because because in, in the other ones you, you have to go in the tall grass, like. Sword and Shield, they kind of advanced it in which, yeah, you do see Pokemon roaming around. Yeah. But, of course, sometimes to catch certain Pokemon, you have to go in the in grass, grass and, yeah, and roam around, roam around and waste and time. Waste and, time. Yeah. And this one, dude, you just see all the Pokemon are just out there in the open. See, I like that. And, of course, all of them are doing their things. Um, There's a freaking flying Gyarados yeah. in this game. Oh, you, you see a Gyarados, and it's just flying around. And, and are you able to catch it? Or? You're able to catch it, yeah. Did you catch it? Yeah. Oh, snap. Yeah, okay. I got that. Hell yeah. yeah. That's our, dude, that's what I'm saying. In the Obsidian Fields, the Obsidian Fields alone, you'll probably waste a whole week just traveling and catching and picking up your that's Pokedex. Dope. That's dope. There, this game is it's, 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 it's just very time-consuming, but at the same time, you don't feel like you're wasting your time, dude, because uh-huh. you're just having fun catching these Pokemon. That's pretty dope. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um, we want to go watch uh, Uncharted. Uh, it's based off the video game. For those who don't know, it's based off a Sony uh, PlayStation game, a PlayStation exclusive. Uncharted Drake's Fortune is the first game, and then there's about five of them, right? Four, four or five of them? Yes. I've played them all except for the fourth one. That's the last one, right? Yeah, that was okay. the last one. So I played them all. I never got the fourth one. Shame on me. Bad Matthew. But um, <laughs> I was a huge fan of the series. Great story, the mechanics, the shooting style. It was just a great, great video game. It was fun. Lots of fun. And I want to call it a cross between... James Bond and Indiana Jones. I think it's like a hybrid yeah. of those two franchises. And um, Tom Holland, none other than Tom Holland's playing Nathan Drake. And uh, and, his, and his partner in crime, Sully, is Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. Can't fit anybody more perfect than those two people to car- play those two characters. I love it. I want to watch it. It comes out next weekend. Next weekend, we can't go see it because we got family things we want to do together. <laughs> yeah. Then the following weekend after that is more family things we're going to do. So we probably won't be able to see this movie till about two more weeks from now. Once we watch it, we'll give our review. <clears throat> Absolutely. We'll give a review. You know, a fan, you know, our own f- Maybe we never will because I don't know, man. Because even if we go watch it, we got Batman coming up too. Sheesh. And there's already pre-sale tickets available right now as we speak. Now those, I, I mean, that's nothing going to be like... Th- I'll buy those tickets maybe the day of or so. Because I mean, I highly doubt it's going to be as must watch as spider-man spider-man yeah, Spider you had Man. to buy those tickets the day of yeah yeah spider-man yeah. was a different story no way home you had to buy the tickets the day of so this one not so much i don't think so that much um but that's what's coming up with that um i want to talk about cryptocurrencies real quick okay. before we get into our next subject before we go on our um our ad break go for it um right now now the rumor has it ladies and gentlemen there's a rumor that tomorrow during the Super Bowl, and like I said, I know everybody's going to hear this a day or two later, but there's a rumor they're going to have Dogecoin in a Super Bowl ad. Part of Robinhood. Because Robinhood's going to be releasing these things called WEN wallets, W-E-N wallets, mm-hmm. and I could be saying that wrong. Excuse me, uh, cryptocurrency community out there, forgive me. But um, these wallets are basically going to be, because right now Robinhood and SoFi and all these other exchanges, they offer crypto, but they don't have wallets. So Robinhood's going to have their own wallet for crypto on their platform. Once they do that, that's huge for cryptocurrency. Huge. Dogecoin, Bitcoin, SHIB, you name it. If it's on the exchange, it's going to be big and it should hit the price. So there's going to be a Robinhood commercial introducing their wallets. And supposedly Dogecoin's going to be in it. Now, I don't know as far as I've been hearing different things as it's going to be a subliminal image of a dogecoin so they're going to show a shiba inu basically okay in the commercial okay but that could even go good for shib yeah which is good either way because we're both on both teams well i got my dogecoin shirt on right now <laughs> i got uh drew you gave that to me for christmas it was a, it's a dope shirt and uh it's one of my favorite shirts but yeah i'm wearing it right now 
Um, and uh, Doge right now sucks. It's 14 cents right now, 14.34. Yeah. Yeah, SHIB right now as we speak is like, man, 0. 0.00028. So everything is down. And I've been, everybody listening right now is going, well, since the last three, four episodes, you said cryptocurrency is down. Well, it is what it is. That's <laughs> where the market's at. And it sucks. But um, I think, and, and I think a lot of it too, it sucks is because everybody's going to NFTs. Mm. I've been seeing a lot of memes like, screw cryptocurrencies, go to NFTs. But what do you purchase NFTs with? Cryptocurrency. So, and, and there's some NFTs where you could buy straight up from fiat, meaning uh, US dollars. There's some as far as, uh, I mean, the NFTs, as far as, um, Autograph IO, where you have like certain ones like Tom Brady, Gronkowski, Tiger Woods, and all that. You could buy those straight with money on DraftKings. Okay. But you're looking at anywhere from $100 on up to buy a certain NFT off that platform. And it's very hard to get because I mean, I remember a couple of weeks ago, I tried to get a Tom Brady one <laughs> and it was sold out within like a minute. Whew. And people already are, people are already reselling top dollar within that minute. Yeah. It was ridiculously stupid. So. I'm for NFTs, but at the same time, dude, those, they're just too damn expensive. Yeah. You're out your freaking mind thinking I'm going to buy a stupid picture of a deformed ape <laughs> for thousands of dollars. No, thank you. I'm not part of it. If you guys can, go for it. But I, I still believe your fiat, your your US dollar should go to cryptocurrency. That's just that's just what I'm saying. And like yeah. I always say, I'm not a financial advisor. The Desbros, we are not financial advisors, okay? So invest cautiously invest with caution invest how much you you feel like you need to spend mm -hmm. um but i'm still all the way dogecoin yeah same Desbros, here. we are same still here. dogecoin all the way yep and uh we, we support shib obviously i cardano and some of those others ethereum i'm cool with ethereum yeah dogecoin is our number one baby mm -hmm. that is our number one and we we really hope one day it will literally go to the moon you know and with the help of elon musk and um uh, this dude named Vitaly, who's who co-creator, co-founder of Ethereum, and he's a good supporter of Dogecoin. And, you know, we just need a lot more um, companies. And I've said this many times, companies that accept Doge, you know, I think on the last episode, I talked about Tesla accepting Dogecoin for certain items. Yeah. Hopefully, he goes further than that and accepts it for cars, for vehicles, for Teslas. Mm -hmm. um, that's I know that's the plan he's talked about, but he, it's got to go into motion. Um, I know McDonald's and Burger King, they've, it's been kind of a stalemate right now, but a couple of weeks ago, they were talking about accepting Dogecoin. Hmm. They were at a battle. It was kind of like a Twitter war between McDonald's and Burger King. What the heck? <laughs> yeah, about accepting Doge. So, you know, it, it all takes a while. It's yeah. all going to take a while. Legalities and, you know, blockchain. And it, there's just so much they have to go through. So it could take a long time for for them to accept Dogecoin. You know, it could take a while. And like I've always said, you know, this it's an investment. It's something that'll grow. It'll take a while. It's going to take a long time. Look at us. We've been in it for almost about a year mm -hmm. and we haven't made jack crap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, but it's an investment. The yeah. money's sitting there. Let it sit. Let it grow. Mm -hmm. Keep your diamond hands strong. That's right. That's Keep your diamond do. hands strong, baby. Uh, go Dogecoin. Go Doge. Let's go Doge. Let's go Shib Army. Let's go Doge Army. Doge Fam. Let's go. Uh Let's go into our ad break. Let's take a little break right now real quick. I got to drink some water and stuff, rehydrate because my mouth is getting all caught in mouth here. All right. Uh, so, yeah, let's get into our ad. Yes, and our sponsor is Anchor.fm. Okay, we're back, and we're going to get into the latest news and rumors. Okay, so Attack on Titan. It's been out for a month since January. It premiered the second part of the last season, mm -hmm. and it's been only in Japanese. And you know me no likey when it comes to <laughs> when it comes to the Japanese. Shake my head. I know that's just, just like I told you. That's just me. 
But thank God they're going to have the English dub coming out and premiering tomorrow. Tomorrow, the day, the day of the Super Bowl. Well, actually, tonight. Tonight. Right, tonight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. And um, so we're going to finally be able to talk about Attack on Titan. Mm-hmm. You know, I know we're late to the party, but hey, better late than never. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So the Des Bros, we're going to start doing reviews, you know, maybe in a couple of weeks. We're going to be doing a review and uh, spoiler, spoiler alerts, you know, coming to Attack on Titan, which I know a lot of hardcore, you hardcore anime fans have probably already seen it. You're probably shaking your head right now, <laughs> but just give me a break, okay? I just, I just like the English dub, okay? Number one. <laughs> I hate reading the whole time because I want to watch the action. I don't want to be reading this whole time while I'm listening, you know, while I'm trying to watch an anime. Wait, that guy just got shot? <laughs> yeah, like, Damn, I missed it because I was freaking reading the, the subtitles, number one. Number two, forgive me, I just can't stand the voiceovers, the Japanese voiceovers. And I know that's what anime is. True anime is Japanese voiceovers from Japan. Mm-hmm. I get that. Exactly. I know you're over here. You, and Drew is over here shaking his head, looking at me like I'm crazy, like I'm a moron. Like I said, that's just me. Mm-hmm. You, uh, Drew, you're a true anime fan. Yeah, you watch I, it regardless. Well, I'll, I'll, watch, I'll watch a Japanese anime um, I'll, in the Japanese dialect. I'll watch it, especially if I know for sure they're not going to dub it. When I watch an anime series, I'm like, uh, or I just can't wait. I'm like, I got to watch the series <clears> right <throat> now. Um, like, I really need to watch the series that now. And that, that's when I'll watch it in, in Japanese. Mm-hmm. Attack on Titan, I have not actually watched it in Japanese because I kind of want to watch it when you watch it. So then yeah. we can really just like straight up be like, yeah, this. that way I'm just like, yeah, that happened. That happened. You didn't see that yeah, coming, to did you? you? To you, you I want, want to the, say that. You want your excitement to match your brothers, me. Yes, I want to be like, oh man, this is what happened. Yeah, I want to be like, yeah, you're too late to the party, bro. I already saw that like a month ago. I don't want to do yeah. that. Yeah. So, oh, see, look at that. That's what that's what brothers are for. Look at this kid, man, sacrificing his animes for his brothers. Look at that. Yucks. What a kid. What a kid. Gosh, what a good guy. But yeah, anywho, uh, Attack on Titan English dub premieres tonight, <laughs> and I can't wait, man. We'll probably I'll probably either watch it tonight or tomorrow. I don't know, but um. By the time we record our next episode, it'll probably be two, three weeks. We'll be three episodes in. We're going to have a lot to talk about. It's, it's Saturday today, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I've mentioned that before. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to make sure they know. Yeah, so anyways, um, you want to go into the next show that's going to be coming out? Um, The Obi-Wan Kenobi release date. And the release date is May 25th. It's going to be May 25th. I got you. I got you. <laughs> but they have a poster and a release date is going to be on May 25th. And... um. The story, so it states, you know, that I'm reading from uh, CBR. The story begins 10 years after the dramatic events of Star Wars Revenge of the Sith, where Obi-Wan Kenobi faced his greatest defeat, the downfall of corruption of his best friend and Jedi apprentice, Anakin Skywalker, who turned to the dark side as the evil Sith Lord, Darth Vader. That's what it's going to be about, basically. I'm pretty sure everybody knows that, but I just want to give a little synopsis. But uh, yeah, it's coming out May 25th. Can't wait, baby. Can't wait. (laughs) Um... Little video game news, little video game news. Grand Theft Auto 6 has been announced after years and years and years of Grand Theft Auto 5, of them re-releasing on the newer consoles and putting out more online content. More updates. More updates. More story. Yeah, and it's like, we all the fans want is Grand Theft Auto 6. Yeah. And they're finally freaking doing it. They're finally doing it. You know, and I wish it was more like back in the days when we were in junior high and high school where it was like, it was Grand Theft Auto 3, then San Andreas. No, 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 then Vice City. Yeah. Then San Andreas. And then, like, maybe two years later, it was four. Part 4. And then a couple years later, it was Part 5. And then after that, it's just been Part 5 this whole time for, like, almost 10 years. Yeah, 5 has been very broadening out. They've been milking this sucker as much as they can. Yeah. Well, it's because the Grand Theft Auto 6, supposedly, you're going to be going all over. Like, it's going to be a, a bigger map. Mm-hmm. 
before I heard, you know, like, because I'm sure you saw that, that it's like a joke rumor saying they're going to put, like, the entire United States on there. Yeah, yeah, I saw yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, it's probably not going to be the entire United States, but it's probably, like, they're going for bigger, for mm-hmm. sure, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, of course, like they always do. I mean, updates are always updates. They're going to make things bigger, long, you know, you know what I'm trying Broader, to say. Broader, bigger. Uh, okay, so uh, I'm going to switch gears here. Uh, we're still talking about video games and stuff, but I'm going to talk about systems, handheld systems. There's these things that I'm really into, and I don't own any of them, but one of these days I hope I do, uh, called emulators, emulator systems. Now, you could get emulators on your phone, obviously. You could get them on your computer, but nothing beats the handheld systems, like having it in your hand, the buttons, the, you know, like mm. a Switch. You know, when you play your Pokemon games or certain games, you want to play it in your hand in handheld mode. And these emulators... Uh, you use your computer to download certain video games or certain games, old school games, to your handheld system, and um, was uh, and 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 there's a there's a bunch of them out there to choose from. I mean, there's a lot, and some obviously are better than others. There's this new one that just came out called an A N. I don't even know if it's pronounced A N I N. It's A Y N Odin. Mm-hmm. The system itself is called the Odin, and uh, it's pretty pricey though. Emulators are gonna easily run you up against. 100 plus the retroid pocket is under 100 maybe 80 or 90 dollars and that's a very good device yeah the the retroid pocket yeah the it's latest critic- one they have huh? a lot of people critically claim that one like a lot right. of critics are like yeah this is, if you want to get any retro device this is the one to get mm, retro emulator yeah retro emulator so with the retroid pocket they have the retroid pocket 2 plus is the latest one they have mm-hmm. and um you could play old you know old nintendo sega you know with ease game boy game boy advance with ease then you could also play some PlayStation, some P- uh, some PlayStation 64 games, so maybe even some GameCube, but it's a little choppy. That's where the only annoying thing about emulator and handheld emulators are is sometimes you have to learn. You really have to learn how to tweak the settings to play those games. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it looks like crap. Sometimes it doesn't. It depends. Um, but majority of the time, for me, emulators, I just want to play old school Game Boy and Game Boy Advance games. I love Game Boy Advance. Yeah. And there's a stockpile of games that I want to play and that's the only reason why I would get uh, an emulator, a uh, video game emulator. Um, anyways, the Odin, right? The Odin, there's three different sets you could buy at three different price points. Okay. Uh, the Odin looks sort of like a Switch. It All even right. has a dock. You could put it on the dock just like a Switch, and you could play old-school video games on your computer, on your TV or whatever. Huh. <clears throat> well, anyways, there's the Odin Lite, L-I-T-E, kind of like the Nintendo Switch Lite. Yeah. Uh, 200 bucks, same price as the Switch. You're not going to get the best bang for your buck. It's, you know, low, 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 you know, memory and RAM and everything you can think of. But it's there if that's all you could afford. Then you could go up to the base model, which is about $240. The best one to get is the Odin Pro. You're looking close to about 300 bucks, 289 Very pricey. You know, so you could either choose between that or a PlayStation. I think I'd rather choose a PlayStation 5. I mean, yeah, it's only... Two hundred dollars more, but yeah. two hundred dollars more, two hundred. You know, yeah. You know, that's just me, but it's there for the taking. It's a really great device. There's reviews out there right now for anybody who wants to go check it out. It's A Y N Odin O D I N. Okay. Um, one that has my that's caught my eye that's going to be coming up is um, Anbernic. Anbernic is another very famous and very reliable um emulator handheld emulator company mm-hmm. so you have retroid pocket and anbernic those kind of two go ha- go head to head a lot uh anbernic is going to release an rg353v it's going to look like this check this out almost going to look like a game boy more rounded edges All and right. two two uh joysticks at the bottom anybody want to look it up go ahead google it 
It's Anbernic, N-B-E-R-N-I-C, the RG353V. It's going to be a great looking device. Anbernic great, makes great devices, and I'm pretty sure it'll handle anything you could throw at it as far as, you know, PlayStation on down. Uh, rumor has it it might be able to play some PS2 games what? and GameCube. Rumor has it. Don't know yet. Probably GameCube. I could see that one. <clears throat> yeah, maybe. Uh, but the favorite, the best handheld of 2021 was this one. It's the Anbernic. It's the RG351MP. The beauty about this machine, it's a very good machine. It can handle a lot of games, has good RAM in it, uh, great specs. The best part of this handheld device is that it's made out of metal. The device is metal, hence the name M for metal P. I don't know what the P stands for. Yeah. But um, it's a sleek-looking device, man. It can fit in your pocket, great specs, and it's just, just a handheld just to have a heavy piece of handheld machine, a, a metal, made yeah. of metal in your hand. I don't know, man. So I'm caught in between getting the... If I if I were to get one, either the RG353V, which is going to look like a Game Boy, mm -hmm. or getting the, the metal RG353MP. Not being afraid of... 51MP. Not having it being afraid to like fall out of your hand and falling right. on the well, floor. Well, regardless, I'm pretty sure if you hit, it's going to suck because it's probably going to chip the, the, Ooh, the paint yeah. or dent the metal. It could dent it, you yeah. know? And yeah, yeah. But, I mean, as far as dropping, you don't want to drop the dead thing. No, I know. But, but just I mean, to have that heavy piece of machinery in hand, I mean, that must feel oh so oh, yeah. good. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I can't explain. When I have my Switch in my hand, it feels so good. Imagine a metal, a handheld metal device. Oh, dude. That'd be... Excuse me. I had to take a sip of my soda. <laughs> that'd be the, the icing on top, man. So, we'll see what those... But those, I'm just letting people out there know to look into those devices. And uh, they're very interesting devices, and they look like a lot of fun, and. Great for collectors, too, whoever wants to collect these things. So, mm -hmm. Yeah, there's, there's that. Anyways, uh, up next, the last thing we want to talk about as far as news and rumors is they're going to have a Futurama revival on Disney Plus, right? Yeah, they're going to have a Futurama revival. It's get, um, Disney Plus got, got full rights of it. They're mm -hmm. going to make a new show. And uh, I'm being a lot of, and a good number of Futurama fans probably aren't going to be too happy with this one mm -hmm. because John, hopefully I don't mess up, screw up his name, John DiMaggio, uh -huh. the voice for Bender, the most iconic character in Futurama. Yeah, of course, Billy West playing as Philip J. Fry. You know, he's the main guy, yeah. But everyone knows Bender. He's, he's the, the funniest character. He's the funniest character, and he's the iconic character. Mm -hmm. Like, when you think of Futurama, you're like, oh, the robot. Right. You know? And that's the thing is, <clears throat> in Futurama, especially when you watch it, a lot of fans of Futurama, we love Bender. And I guess this whole problem is going on with John DiMaggio that I guess, you know... I don't know if it's just him or his agent, but he's supposed to get paid, you know, like the amount that Disney should pay him. Mm -hmm. And I guess Disney doesn't want to pay him. And it's just like, dude, just pay the man. Yeah. Just pay the man. He's the, he's like the, and Billy, what, like there's, there's this new tweet coming out. They're calling it the Bender Gate. In okay. which it's like, yeah, which like, it's like, we're going to boycott Futurama. We're not going to watch it unless you put John DiMaggio in there and have him play as Bender. Uh so yeah, there's it's a little funny thing going on. They're calling it again hashtag Bendergate. Okay, I you can look, look it up that. on Twitter yeah. hashtag Bendergate, and uh, you know, hey, I, I I support that. You know, we John DiMaggio is Bender, and they just can't switch him up for another character. You know, and no another actor or, or, or another even actor. A character well, that's a, don't even that's the thing. Either. There's a lot of rumors that maybe Bender's too quote unquote edgy. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and just how like things are nowadays. I mean. The guy smokes and drinks. What do you expect? Yeah. It's uh, but th that's his character. Yeah, you know. And so, like, yeah, like, I don't know what's gonna happen. I don't know what's going on. But hopefully, they could fix something. Even Billy Billy West, I believe, he tweeted something saying that you know can't wait for the revival to kick in. Just waiting for John DiMaggio. Um, I'm pretty sure he wants to say more. He probably has to say more. Like, hey, you know, 
this is what's going on. These are the problems. But he has to save face and try not to ruffle any of Disney's feathers, you right. know, because it's the show. So let's just hope that they bring John DiMaggio. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> they bring him on board. Bring yeah, him on board. Hopefully they do. Hopefully they do. Um, okay, guys, last but not least, we're going to talk the book of Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just finished this past week, mm-hmm. literally this past week on Wednesday, I believe. And um, we're going to do a little review, some spoilers out there. So spoiler alert, everybody out there who hasn't watched the show yet, shame on you, but spoiler alert, okay? We're going to do review, we're going to do spoilers, and at the end, we're going to do some fan theories of where we think it's going to end up and where it's going to lead to. Um, some shockers. I was like, whoa, okay, I did not see this show... <laughs> getting into certain things and doing certain things to certain characters. Uh, we'll, we'll get into it. You yeah, want to start yeah. off first, bro, with the review? Yeah. Let's okay. go. Let's do it. Okay. So again, spoilers and counting. One, two, two, three. Three. Here we go. All right. So the book of Boba Fett, what I liked it, I enjoyed it. I really I did, did enjoy I did it. Too. I enjoyed it. Um, That's what I'm going to say for right now. I enjoyed mm-hmm. it. Um, You know, uh, some people don't really care much for the, the, the backstory of like the Tusken Raiders with Boba Fett. Again, I liked it. I think that was an excellent, you know, story to show. Yeah, hell it yeah. Kinda, it, those were the part. Those were my favorite scenes in the whole show. It, it would, um, it, until later on episodes, we'll get to that. Yeah. It, well, the thing what I liked about those things is it really reminded me of those, you know, those Wild West shows or movies that you watch. Where well, that's how kind of Mandalorian was well, too. Yeah, yeah. Kind of took the same formula, which I liked. Mm-hmm. I liked. And, and and that's what I liked about it. It's like it's like the hero going with the tribe, joining the tribe and helping them you know, defeat these things called the Pikes, these mm-hmm. villains called the Pikes. We'll get more into them later. Um, but yeah, like I, I really enjoyed that. I really like that story. They also show how him and Finnick joined up in one of the backstories. They show right. how him yeah, and yeah, Finnick, yeah. um, be, you know, become a team. And yeah, no, it was just, uh, oh man, like it, the biggest part that I thought like was surprised me kind of mm-hmm. is when he gets a Rancor. Okay. I did yeah. not expect him yeah. to get a Rancor. I yeah, was like, yeah, yeah. dude. And and I think that's pretty cool, too, that they showed, like, uh, Jabba's family. Because Jabba has a huge family. Mm-hmm. And so when they sh- showed the huts, I was like, oh, you know, they showed a little bit of huts there, you know? Yeah. Um, I thought you were going to say something. Oh, sorry. sorry. No, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Just keep going. Just oh. keep going. That's great. Yeah, no, no. You, no, you okay. got to edit that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> sorry, because I gave him a look. My bad. My bad. Yeah, yeah. No. You gave me a look like you are about to say something. Oh, but, yeah, no. Um, as characters go... Black Cranston, Cranston, I believe that's his name. The giant Wookiee, that giant Wookiee. Oh, okay. I think that was a pretty interesting character to introduce to the series. I really like that character. Um, just uh, the way Finnick and Bullfit, the way they, their dynamic was, their team dynamic was really cool. Um, I did not care much for those bikers. Yeah, the Power Rangers. Yeah, they become part of his crew. They become part of his crew. Like I understand you wanna you wanna get more characters on Boba's crew, but those those bikers. Yeah, I, they didn't fit in Star they Wars. They did not man. fit in Star Wars, dude. Like they Those had no part. Bikes. Yeah, and I, you know, like I'm just gonna bring up them. To me personally, they're like the only con I could actually find with this show. Mm-hmm. For me personally, they're the only con. But other than that, though, um, yeah, dude, just the 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 point of how like with Boba Fett as plot wise is how he's trying to earn respect. But when trying to earn respect, you're gonna have other people going after you, you know. Uh-huh. And I like how they show that, like all the people that are trying to backstab him and trying to defeat him, and he don't play. You don't play that mess. You know, like when, especially at the end, when those mob bosses are all trying to, you know, they're all gathering together, like, what are we going to do? But Boba's going to go after us. Outdoor Fitted Cubs just wipes them all out. I thought that was like a real, like, mob, you know, like a real mob boss kind of yeah. thing, you know, where the assassin takes out all the mob bosses. That was pretty cool. Um, 
Yeah, and the, the the final battles were cool too when they showed the Rancor in, Rancor in action. I like yeah, when they showed the Rancor. Yeah, I did yeah. not expect. Like I was thinking that oh, they're probably going to save the Rancor for our next season to show. No, the Rancor is in action like in the very last episode. Yeah. And I thought that was like yeah, the last the episode last was battle. like the best one. Dude, oh the last yeah, yeah, absolutely. It was, yeah, yeah, it was the it, it was, topped, it was it, it, yeah, it topped everything else in that show. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Like I didn't see a lot of that coming. I didn't expect for Boba Fett to use the Rancor. I didn't expect the Mandalorian to be. I mean, we knew he was going to be in it. Yeah, I didn't know he was going to literally stole the show, he, steal the show. He literally has two episodes all just about the Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah, just on the Mandalorian, and. Uh, they also bring back Grogu. Grogu, yeah. They yeah. also brought back I did Grogu. That, see, that's one thing I did not expect. Yeah, it's the same here. Because we thought at the end of The Mandalorian, he was gone for good. Yeah. Like, we were not going to ever see him again. Maybe glimpses or, you know, flashbacks or, or maybe he pays him a visit or whatever in the next series, the next season of The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. But no, it was full two seasons of The Mandalorian and Grogu. Yeah. Like a full episode of Grogu showing him train with Luke and everything. Well, yeah, and that's the thing, that too. That was crazy. Well, and I didn't see them going this route. When you want, well, like, I, I kind of wanted them to do, like, just a season three. This could have just been a season three, but they started, they just decided, no, we're bringing Grogu back, and this is why. And it's all because all these fans were like, oh, they're, they're going to retcon seven, eight, and nine. They're going to retcon it. They're not going to retcon it. You know, for those that, you know, sorry to burst your bubble. Seven, eight, nine—they're canon. You don't like it, I don't like it, but it is what it is. And basically, the whole reason bringing Grogu back was basically to make sure he doesn't die. Right. That was the whole point. Yeah. Because most likely they probably thought to themselves like, "Oh man, Grogu's gonna die." Because yeah, well, that's what think- everybody's fan theory was—not fan theory, but fa- fa- people. All the fans were thinking, "Okay, so we know that <laughs> what's his face." Um, I can't think because Luke Skywalker or no 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 what's his name the, from 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 see that's how unrecognizable these stupid characters in this new <laughs> the, the new Star Wars seven eight and nine are uh the the bad guy the main bad oh guy. Kylo what's, Ren Kylo Ren yeah him I'm sad that I know that yeah, guy <laughs> Ben right well Ben there you ben go Solo. Ben, ben Solo Ben Junior whatever he goes bad and he kills everybody in the Jedi Temple so we were like oh my God that means he kills Grogu mm-hmm. well no he doesn't because Grogu well okay. So, okay, let me get to that. Okay, yeah. okay. So, are you done with your review or are you going? I'm done. Eric. Done? That's just, just, just we're, we're just talking about it, dude. Yeah, yeah it's not really a review. Not we're really just discussing re- the show discussing itself. It. So, um, I know we should have just said that. It's yeah, not really a review. It's more like yeah. discussion. Yeah. Um, so, I like, like Drew. I, I, I like the actors that, that played these characters. Um, obviously, Boba Fett, Tamura Morrison. Guy's awesome. He is Boba Fett. He is Jango Fett. He's, he is the Fett, you know? Yeah. He's, he's just great. He's perfect. And I really liked him in the show. Um, I liked where they took his character. A lot of hardcore, hardcore Star Wars fans didn't. They didn't like where they took Boba Fett. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Like Star Wars Theory. He has he has a lot of cons for this show, which surprised me, but then didn't surprise me because he's hardcore it, Star Wars. And that's the thing too is that I'm not really surprised that some of these people dislike it. You know, and I think I talked mm. one of one of the cons I can know for sure was that Boba Fett's always getting his butt handed to him, like in every like like from like. Not with the Tuscan Raiders, but like after Tuscan Raiders, because he always has to go to that. Because of the Sorlak pit, he goes in that bed thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That has yeah, to be yeah. So he's weak, but people didn't like that either. That oh, why is he so weak? He's getting his butt handed to him here and there. Finnick always has to watch his back. Oh, those the bikers. Bok-ta-tank. The Bokta tank. The Bokta tank. Yeah. There you go. And those bikers always have to get his back. Like you know, if you think about it, he does get his butt kicked a lot. Yeah. Well, people have to realize too, and I know this is just a show and everything, but he is older. Yeah, and that too. He's an older Boba Fett. You know, mm-hmm. so I mean, people got to re- realize that too and recognize that. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure that's one of the cons that you probably heard or yeah, that's a lot. Many, yeah, many, 
there's there's a lot. There's that, you know, they didn't like where they were going with this character and how he should have been feared and more ruthless. Yeah. I mean, you can't really develop a story with somebody who's just ruthless and fearful. If you want to do that, go watch The Godfather or go watch um, The Sopranos well, or something. And you know I what think I'm that's what they were hoping to see. Something to be more like, like a that. To be more like a Sopranos, to be more like a Godfather. Like gangster stuff. Gangster, huh? like gangster ruthless, stuff, yeah. you know. Not not to be like, I want to be respected. He, no, they wanted fear. They wanted a feared Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. Well, ruthless criminal. Ruthless basically. criminal. Uh, criminal you lord. know yeah. that Han shoots first kind of style right. of Star Wars. Right, right, right. They didn't want him to be a hero. Yeah, which he is in the show a hero. You know, he is. Yeah, well, he 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 saves Tatooine from the Pikes who exactly. are trying to sell spice, uh, which you is know? a drug. Basically, mm. it's a drug. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, and they're drug runners. Basically, they're they're thugs. They're drug runners. Yeah. The Pikes, <clears throat> and they're choosing Tatooine because look at it. It's a, it's an it's a, it is an inhabited planet, but like it's nothing. You know, like right. It's, all it is is a dune sea of sand. Who's going to want to miss putting drugs in there? Right. Nobody. Right. Who cares? So, um, as far as cons, I'm with you with those Power Ranger wannabe guys I with just, their colorful bikes. That was a little whack. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't like where they went with that. That's the only con I could say. Other than that, the, the show was great. The story's great. Um, back to The Mandalorian. So, literally, the episode is called The, Man- the Mandalorian Returns. Mm-hmm. And it's just him. And it sets up for season three. Yeah. That I didn't expect. I thought he was just going to be a cameo in the show and help out Boba Fett. No, this literally introduced season three of The Mandalorian. Yeah, no, and and the thing too is what's so cool is that it, it shows him using the dark saber. Yes, yes. Yeah, they show him using. And what he I like actually to, uses what, it. what I like when he's using the dark saber is when he actually burns himself. I'm like, yeah, if you don't know how to use that sword, you're uh, gonna do something like that. Like, how many times have you been playing with the with a lightsaber? I, I'm pretty sure. Star Wars fans out there who are listening, you all play with the Star Wars lightsaber. I'm pretty sure you hit your leg with it before. Just think if that was real. Right, yeah. You're going <laughs> to cut yourself, you know? Uh, so yeah, I like that, how they did that. That was cool. I forget to mention that. I like that. how yeah, they the did dark that. Saber, they, I like he how they used it. And he used it in the final battle, and too. And he used it in the final battle, those big too. old droidicas or whatever, those big old droids, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so there was that. You know, I didn't. Ex- I really didn't expect him to introduce season three of The Mandalorian. Just, you know, I just thought it was going to be a cameo. Mm-hmm. And I really didn't expect Grogu to make a return either. Yeah. I did not. Okay, so when they said The Mandalorian turns, I'm like, all right, cool. He's going to make a cameo. No, it was a full episode. And then the next episode was him again. And then they showed Grogu. And it's like a whole episode of Grogu training in the woods with um, Luke. Mm-hmm. They showed Luke. They showed Ahsoka. I didn't expect Ahsoka. Him to see- I did not expect to yep, see I didn't expect that. So there was a lot of unexpectings. In this show, that was like, whoa, okay, I like it. <laughs> and of course, I'm gonna let you do the biggest one that you're. I, I know because I don't really, oh, I haven't seen the Clone yes, Wars yet. Yes, I'll let you introduce this character. So they bring in a live action version of Cad Bane. Mm-hmm. They actually freaking did it. That was the most. I'm un- oh, sorry, I hit the mic. That was the <laughs> most unexpected character I would have seen coming in this show. Mm-hmm. In any show, I didn't expect them. To, I know there was rumors of them bringing them in. But I had no idea they were actually going to go through with it, and yeah. especially in this show. And God, he is just such an, excuse my language, everybody, a badass character. <laughs> he is my favorite character right now in Star Wars and the Star Wars lore. When he showed up, because I've been watching uh, the Clone Wars, the, the TV show, the, the cartoon mm-hmm. on Disney+. Plus. If you guys haven't seen it, start watching it, guys. I'm on season two right now. I'm going to finish season two. They introduce him literally, literally at the last episode of season one, and he steals the whole show. He is the main villain throughout out. And he is just an awesome, freaking ruthless character. Yeah, I mean, he is just, and he's just badass because he has like the the old school Western hat and the the whole getup. Mm-hmm. He's like an old, he's like a Clint Eastwood type of character. Yeah, in the old spaghetti Western films. He's like one of those characters. And oh my, he just he just takes over the show in the Clone Wars, and he he just he stole the show in, I, the sh- in, in as an enemy in 
uh, the Book of Boba Fett. When they introduced him, when they first introduced him in the Book of Boba Fett, I see him in the back. I have, I, like, I had no idea it was going to be him. I, I've only seen pictures and clips of this guy, mm. and I'm just like, that's Cad Bane. And I told my brother, bro, like I looked at you like, because yeah, we were watching it together. We were watching yeah. it together. I was like, dude, who is that? And you, you're like, I was I like, I have no clue. I'm all, bro. Who else wears a hat like that? Well, because it's they saw him far walking in the desert, and you just it looks like a um, it's real blurry. Mm-hmm. You know the whole scenery of the you know the typical Western film where the guy's walking from a, the distant in the desert, and he looks see real the blurry. trench coat and the yeah. hat. And so he, the closer he gets, you see the trench coat and hat. The moment that drew, where you're like, bro, come on, you know who that is. And I looked and looked. I as he got closer, I went, oh <laughs> my god, no way. Sure enough, he's talking. I go, oh, my gosh, because he has his head down. Uh-huh. He's talking to uh, the marshal, mm-hmm. and uh, who's a character in Mandalorian. And uh, he has his head down. He's talking, and he looks up. You see the blue skin, and then he looks up more, and you see the big red eyes. And, oh, I lost my, I lost my head, man. I lost, I lost it. I was just like, oh, I started clapping. I just, everybody in the house was like, okay, dude, chill out. He was just my favorite character in Clone Wars, and they freaking have him in a live action fi- in a live action show. I was excited when I saw him. Like, oh man, Matt's gonna lose his. Matthew's gonna lose his his his, his cool man. Matthew, yep. he's, not, he's not as cool. He's gonna lose his spit. That's yeah. Not, that's what, yeah. Like I knew you're gonna lose it, and sure enough, you did. You're just super excited. And when he shoots, you're like, yeah, that's it. Yeah, man. You're, it's funny because you're actually cheering for the villain at that. Yeah, moment. at that moment, I became. I said, screw Mandalorian, screw Boba Fett. I want to see more Cad Bane. <laughs> And uh, and they do at the end in the last episode. They do. And, um, they show so them a anyway, lot. Yeah. So um, setting up, uh, we'll get into the, the theories as far as season three of Mandalorian. But anyways, let me get to the last battle. So the last battle was pretty epic. It was at the edge of your seat action. It was good because you didn't know who was going to die. You didn't know what was coming around those buildings. And, and I like that. I like, I like, how can I put it? This style of, of gun shooting, of, of a war, mm-hmm. of, a, of a fight. How... The, the heroes are their backs against the wall in one building. You have a flood of enemies just coming at you nonstop. It was like a video game where you're sitting down in one spot and nonstop waves of enemies are just coming. And, and they're throwing different hits at you and, and weapons and enemies. And they're just coming around from every corner and on top of buildings. <laughs> and I just loved it. And, I just love that. And you're just waiting of, for the infantry to come in. Yeah. You're just waiting for the infantry. You're like, man, I got to hold these guys off as much as I can before they, and they'll be like, except in the game, it's like, we're, we're, we're heading over there. It's like five minutes later. They finally show up. It's like, yeah. dude, where were you at the whole time? Yeah. And so freaking Cad Bane shows up first. He's the first one to show up and you're like, whoa, okay. And he is just such a badass. The way he walks real slow and calm and cool and collected, knowing, yeah, someone's going to, he knows someone's going to die. He's going to yeah. kill somebody. And he's aiming for Boba Fett. That's his main oh, yeah. piece. Mm-hmm. Cad Bane wants to kill Boba because he known, he's known him since he was a child in oh, the yeah. Clone Wars, you know, with Jango Fett, his dad. And then when he was a kid, Boba Fett was a kid. So he knows them. They know each other for years, decades, you know, centuries. They just know each other and they hate each other. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like those. It's like a rivalry, but it's very a, a very heated rivalry within the Star Wars story. Um so he shows up first and he gives them a warning. He says, okay, type of thing. Yeah, you know, you, you get what you wish for. And he just strolls off real calm, real cool and collected, just walks off. She goes out of frame and then it, you know, sure here comes enough, the, the pikes and the in. war kicks in and they're shooting and it goes on. And then they we, got bring a cool, these, we got a cool scene with, Mandalo- with the Mandalorian yes. and Boba Fett just... Just the flying. two, two of them. using their jetpacks and they're flying and killing, kicking shooting ass. down snipers, shooting down a bunch of horde of enemies. That was an awesome scene. That, that was, was the a... best scene ever, right there. I think mm-hmm. the two, Jango Fett and Boba Fett, not Jango. Whoa, Mandalorian. Mandalorian. 
and and Boba Fett flying on their using their jetpacks and using all their arsenal and their you know their their guns on their hips and their and their ankles and their knees and they always talk about the miss the little missiles on Boba Fett's knees uh-huh. they always talk about that but they never showed it and they finally, they finally got to show it, it. Yep. I he thought that was them. pretty awesome I was like he dude they're finally showing all this doohickeys that he has mm-hmm. all the special weapons he has I thought that was freaking awesome yeah so then they bring in these big old droids they remind me of the destroyers the droids yeah. from uh, um, episode one. Uh, and they have the big old shields, and they do have these big old shields. And so then, um, you know, Boba Fett takes off. He comes back with the uh, the Rancor, the and Rancor. Just, and it's just like it, right here. It's it's just like one of those robot and monster battles. That, that's uh, what I thought about. It was like one of those giant monster yeah, yeah. monster like battles. Yeah, yeah. Classic, your classic uh, uh, monster giant monster versus robot. Yeah, and uh, it was pretty cool because he's like you're just you're just cheering for this Rancor to dismantle this robot, and of course the Rancor gets shoot up a bit. And then, once he once the Rancor grabs those androids, I thought it was so awesome when he just like when starts ripping them ripping apart. apart. Like one of the part, favorite part was when Boba's on the Rancor and he's like, "Do it!" And he just yes. rips it. I was like, "Dude!" And then you got Mandalorian jumping in with this freaking dark saber and he's using it against the robots. I mean, it was everything you could ask for in a bounty hunter Star Wars show slash movie, whatever you. It's everything you want, and they had it in there. Mm-hmm. The dark saber. The jetpacks, the 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 arsenal on on their on their armors, you know, on on both their armor, it was all there, mm-hmm. and it was just the coolest thing to witness and see. Um, I thought that um, the Wookie, the Cr- yes. Cranston, I thought he was gonna die. I thought he was gonna die because he got he... hit many times. <laughs> that fool's like the Terminator. He doesn't stop. He keeps on getting up, dude. I was like, I would yes. say he's my favorite character besides Cad Bane. No, no, sorry, Cad Bane's number one. Number two would be uh, the Wookie. Uh, like, yeah, uh, the as, Dark Wookie. Yeah, I really like that Dark Wookie. I thought he was. I like. I like the. I like his weapons. The, like the knuckles that he has. Those electrical yeah, knuckles. Those, I like those how he's knuckles, electrical knuckles. Mm-hmm. I like those things, dude. That part. Like, that, that character was a. Bad ass mm-hmm. character. I'm not gonna lie. He was. I, I liked him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. I think they could have see more of them. I want to see more. Like, and that's the thing too. Like, I kind of got me a little bit. Like, mm, is that I want to see more action scenes of him than the bikers. Yeah. Yeah. I think they. Yeah. I think they kind of just put him in the on the side and show the bikers a little bit more. Which uh, n- nothing against the actors. I mean, you're do- you're playing a role. You're playing as characters. I get that. But you're doing what they give you. You're doing what they give you. Mm-hmm. But you're I just, with what they give you. Yeah, but I just don't care much for those characters. Yeah, I just yeah. don't. They were weak for me. They were, they were weak. weak. They were weak characters. Like, they, yeah. they didn't feel like Star Wars. No, they no, did not no. feel like they Star felt Wars. Out of place. Yeah. So, and I think like me personally, less action scenes of them and more action scenes of that Wookiee. I wanted mm-hmm. to see more action scenes of that Wookiee, and we did. We saw a good number of action scenes, especially at the end. Especially the last, at the, the end. last battle. Yeah, especially at the end of the last battle, but. I feel like the 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 you know because every time the Wookiee was in a, in, in like a bind, the the bikers were there to yeah, help them. Yeah, to help them. And yeah. I was like, yeah, I I kind of wish the Wookiee just took them all down by himself. Right. That's yeah. what I want to see. But other than that, though, I still like his action scenes. They did a good job mm-hmm. with that Wookiee. I really like that Wookiee. And then Cad Bane comes back at the end when everything's said and done, and the pikes take off. He comes in the screen again, <laughs> and it's an old school stare. Uh, what do they what do they call? It? I can't think right now. The westerns. Stand standoff. It's your old man. I, sorry, guys. It's an old school, typical Western standoff where they're just standing in front of each other. They're talking smack. They draw their weapons. They draw their guns. And um, you think Cad Bane gets the best of Boba Fett. And, they, you know, he smack. He does a smack talk and tells them things. I can't remember the lines. Well, exactly. like, and also, like, he, he, talk, he talks about how, like, how many times they've drawn weapons and he always beat them. Yeah, yeah, like he, he always, always beat Boba. He, yeah, he, and he's fast. Yeah, yeah. Cad Bane is super fast. fast. He's lightning fast. Boba's so lucky wearing that armor. If he didn't wear the armor, he'd be gone. He would have been gone. Yeah, he would have been, been dead. Yeah, he been dead. definitely. Cad Bane would have took his life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. 
And um, so, yeah, and then Boba Fett's on his back. He does that thing where he gets that big old stick. I don't know what it's freaking called that he got from uh, the Sand The Tusken Raiders. The Tusken Raiders. Their weapon, he trips. He hits the guns out of uh, Cad Bane. He trips some Cad Bane's on his back. And Boba Fett stabs him right through the chest with that weapon. Just mm-hmm. stabs him. And uh, what, what was the last words that Cad Bane something like? I knew you were I a killer. I knew you were a killer. Yeah, he and tells him. Like, yep. Cad Bane knew he was going to die. And, yeah. and in a way, he was like happy that he went out well, like that. Well, Cad Bane was happy I, he went out like that. I think it and was. he got to see Boba Fett being a killer. A true killer that he knew he was. Yeah, and also because like he knows this guy since he was a kid. And right. It's only, it's like, it's kind of like that whole, um, I taught this guy, I, t- I, I, I taught this kid well. Because mm-hmm. to him, he's still a kid. Yeah. Because I don't know how long his species lives. Yeah, Cad Bane species. Cad Bane yeah. species. He still Nobody looks, really knows. He yeah. still looks young. Yeah. So it's like, when he did that, it's like, the kid finally got me. Awesome. Yeah. Yep. Like, he was happy. He was happy, yeah. It's, yeah, that's what I liked about this. And, you is, know, and he's a bounty hunter. So bounty, to bo- bounty hunter to bounty hunter, he that's the way props. to go. He gave him props for killing him like that and being a killer. Yeah. You know, and taking him out like that. And I, I think... That was the perfect way to kill off Cad Bane. I can't think of a, any other better way to kill off that character. Yeah. That's if he's dead. We'll get to him. Yeah. There's a, that, so, and it was pretty cool because yeah. that scene, I feel they did it justice. They didn't just like kill him off and then go to another scene. No, they killed him and then the, 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 the screen pans out on his dead body laying lifeless right there. And it just for maybe like five seconds, it's just quiet. And it, you see his hat. His hat came off, mm-hmm. his hat's on the floor next to him, and he's just lying dead right there for about five, six seconds. The camera's just on him. And then it goes to the next scene. It's kind of like he's gone, but who knows? <laughs> and we'll get to that. But um, a heartfelt, the best heartfelt moment was when Grogu finally sees Mando, his dad. He basically, it's his dad. It is, it is. And um, let's get into the fan theories now. Yeah. Um, well, I, I kind of want to talk about okay, that one scene that I thought was very adorable is okay. with... And I don't know if other th- people think it's adorable. I thought it was pretty adorable. And I, if they make a T-shirt of it, I'd probably buy it. Or a statue of it is when he makes the Rancor sleep and he lays next to it. Oh, yeah. I thought that was so adorable adorable because you have this big old beast and this little green thing lying by its head. Yeah, and not only does he just take a nap, he lays right next to the big old Rancor and takes a nap with him. It is the cutest thing. You know what they're going for. That's going to be a t-shirt. You know that's going to be a t-shirt. Or a toy or or something. Or a toy. Yeah, so statue. That was, that was adorable. So I'm like, oh man, they they got to make something like that. If they do make something, I'm probably gonna buy it. Mm-hmm. So, here's a fan theory that I want to throw out. Not so much a fan theory, but something unexpected that I didn't see coming. So now Grogu's gonna be part of the Mandalorian season three. Yep, he's gonna be with him. He's stuck with him. Ladies and gentlemen, like we said, spoilers. Grogu chose the path of being a bounty hunter. Yeah, being a Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. He didn't choose the path of being a Jedi. And that's where you were getting at with. So now we know Grogu doesn't die. We know that Ben, aka Kylo Ren, be doesn't. Luke's first, right? He Kylo Ren doesn't kill Grogu. Thank God. Yeah. Because that was terrible if that did happen. Yeah. And that, if that happened. And that basically they're making a canon that Ben Solo was the first apprentice of Luke. That's what mm-hmm. they're trying to show you as well. Right. Right. Um, so, um, in the in the in the episode of after the Mandalorian returns, when they show Grogu and he's training with Luke. Uh, Mando shows up on the planet where they're training. He doesn't get to see him, but he leaves a little like a chainmail, a uh, little armor, yeah. little baby armor for Grogu to wear. And so Ahsoka hands it to Grogu. Well, Pass- no, she hands it to Luke. To Luke. Luke says, "Okay, you know, he should figure see out what him, to do. We'll this. figure out what to do. With this. We'll let him make a choice. Mm-hmm. Make Grogu make a choice." So fast forward, you know, they show them training and doing things, and 
and Grogu's getting stronger in the Force. You know, he's getting better at what he's doing as far as when it comes to Force capable abilities. Which I like seeing too. I like see, I like seeing that scene too yeah. when Luke is like showing him that because like he's a kid, kind of. You know, Grogu mm-hmm. he's a baby. So when he's using the Force, he's using it to his potential. But then Luke, like like with the frogs. He tries to lift that frog, and then Luke's like, okay, let me show you this. And he lifts up all yeah. those frogs. I thought that was a perfect mentor thing to do to a student uh-huh. to be like, you train better, and you could do this. Mm-hmm. I love that scene. That was like one of the coolest scenes I saw in that episode. Yeah, and so it's so cute, man. They show him jumping around and everything. <laughs> the, 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 he's dodging the, 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 the laser robot yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, and it was real cute to see him train and you know become a Jedi before our eyes. Well, then he gives him a choice, an ultimatum, a fast-forwarding here. He lays them out. He lays down the the Mando chain ma- chain la- chain chain um chainmail chainmail, the armor, or he hands he goes or you could have this and follow the oh, ways man. of the Jedi. He shows the lights. It's a cute little green lightsaber, and it was Yoda's. Yoda's lightsaber. He was gonna give him Yoda's lightsaber. What an honor that would have been, you know. Yoda's one of the most, if not the most iconic Jedi Star Wars character to date. Mm-hmm. To hand Grogu his lightsaber, oh, that would have been so cute, so beautiful to see. So he, that's the way that episode ends is Grogu has to make a choice. Do you want to be a Mando, a Mandalorian, mm-hmm. or do you want to be a Jedi? Well, fast forward to the last episode. He has the chainmail on. He has the yeah. Mando armor on. The show on. the little chainmail. He, he, he's driving an X-Wing. He shows up in the X-Wing with R2-D2. <laughs> and that, that was so cute. You know, he was flying an X-Wing. Mm-hmm. X-Wing. And uh, yeah, he's wearing. He chose to be a Mandalorian. He wants to see his dad, a.k.a. the Mandalorian. And so anyway, so fast forward, they see each other and man, they give this big hug. They put the cute music on from the <laughs> Mandalorian show. And God, that was such a heart, heart touching moment. You know, it was just that got me in the feels right there when they saw each other and they hugged each other. Mm-hmm. And, and then Grogu shows him his little armor and he's like, oh, you wore the armor. <laughs> you know, Mandalorian was just so happy. They were both so happy because Grogu just loves this guy. He loves him like a dad. You know, that's his dad. Mm-hmm. Sees him as his dad. So they just love each other. So it ends, you know, and they show the scene where they're flying off, off to their next adventure, you know, and does it say where they're going? What no, they're no, 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 it doesn't. doesn't. Huh? It's just off to the next adventure. To, so, so Mandalorian has his new ship and he has Grogu in the back in that little hub where you usually put like an R2-D2 unit, a little mm-hmm. droid. And so that's where Grogu's at. And it's a cute scene because he's forcing him to do the, the hyperspeed. Hyper jump. Hyper jump. Sorry. Jump. Hyper jump. And he goes, oh, okay, it's a cute scene. And they take off and hyper jump and they disappear into the, you know, to the space, the stars, you know? Yeah. And that's where it ends with them. And, you know, that's where it's going to go. So it, it could go. There's there's many ways it could go with Mandalorian season three. As far as the Book of Boba Fett, where could that go? Um, Book of Boba Fett could just be um, a one season deal. No, because they're saying season one. So okay. most likely if this does well, which it kind of it's up in the air uh-huh. if they're going to do season two. If they do do season two, probably just pe- invaders and Tatooine and them having to fight off invaders of Tatooine. Hmm, maybe Different, more Jabba Hut stuff. More Jabba Hut stuff. Probably they're going to be... The Huts are going to... Because the, the Huts... huts there you go. The Huts were going to take over Tatooine, but when they, they learned the Pikes right. were there, mm-hmm. they're like, we don't want to fight the Pikes. We don't want to have war with the Pikes. Enjoy Tatooine. Yeah, it's all yours. Yeah, Good but luck. now that... Yeah, but now that the Pikes are no longer controlling it, the huts are gonna come. The huts in. might come in, so ah. that's season two. If they do make a season two again, mm. it's up in the air. We'll see what happens. Mm. We have kinda, no word on that yet. We have no word on that. I kind of hope they do make a season two. Yeah, I'm down. I'm, with actually, it. I'm down with that, mm-hmm. dude. So now with Mandalorian season three, it could go a couple ways. It could go to where, um, obviously Grogu's gonna be with him. Uh, Mandalorian got kicked out of. 
yeah by, yeah he got kicked out so, of being a man and being part of the mandalore and the, here's the thing too is me personally because he took off his helmet yeah because he took off his helmet he's no longer a mandalorian mm-hmm. and all the way to become a mandalorian again is if he goes to mandalore and goes in the seas of mandalore okay in the d- deep in what the, is he supposed to do down there he's just supposed to go in the seas and that's it oh okay. he's kind of like pure, to purify himself pur- kind of like purify himself okay. like a holy purification um but so it could be about that. So it could be about that. Which like it will be. Basically, trying he's trying to, to reclaim his honor mm-hmm. to be a Mandalorian because whoever carries the black saber, the dark saber, the dark saber. Thank you. The dark saber um, controls Mandalores. Becomes controls the Mandalorian, mm-hmm. and because he's no longer Mandalorian, he can't lead the Mandalorians. Right. You know, so that he has to basically gain back his honor to be a Mandalorian. Um, I thought that's how season three. I thought. Before they introduced Grogu, I thought, okay, season three is going to be about Man- the Mandalorian reclaiming his honor to be back to being a Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought it was. And then they introduced Grogu back, and I'm like, don't get me wrong. I like Grogu. I, 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 who doesn't? Who doesn't? Everybody loves but Grogu. But the way it ended season two, they didn't, they didn't really have to bring him back. Yeah, yeah. I'll be honest yeah, with you. They didn't okay. have to bring him back. There's that one thing, too, that I want to say is you hit the nail on the head right there. Is the way it ended was so beautiful and so cute and just so just everything you know just as far as just uh, emotional, mm-hmm. knowing that he will never see him again. You know, it, it was a tearful, it beautiful, was a tearful, ending. beautiful ending for the Mandalorian. And then they bring him back, and it's like, well, what was the whole point of that ending? Yeah, and and the whole reason why they're it doing kinda that. Takes, it kind of sucks the emotion out of that ending. Well, and the, the reason why they if did you know that, what I'm saying. Yeah, and and the reason why they did that, the reason why they took the emotion out of that ending is because. They are really trying to push seven, eight, and nine, mm-hmm. and they know that with Grogu dying, people are going to hate seven, eight, and nine even more. Mm-hmm. Okay, I see. What you and mean. it's either good, either good. You have to do two things with Grogu: either put Grogu back in Mandalorian, or retcon seven, eight, and nine, which they're not going to do. No, 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 no. They're no. not going to do it. That's their baby. Mm-hmm. That's Disney's baby. Sadly, that's Disney's baby. And uh, that's that's the problem. Uh huh. Yeah. So, um, that, I mean, I, like you said, I'm happy he's back in the show. I love the little guy, but at the same time, it kind of kills that emotion, sucks the emotion out of that ending of Ma- of Mandalorian season two, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, and again, I'm happy they got Grogu back. I am. Yeah. I'm yeah, happy. Yeah. There's a part of me that's happy, but at the same time, there's a part of me that's like, you didn't have to do that. Mm-hmm. They didn't have to. Yeah. And even Anna, um, my wife, for who don't people don't know, she loves Grogu. She loves Baby Yoda. She still calls him Baby Yoda. Mm-hmm. She loves him. We have so many stuffed animals and toys and everything you could think of, and she just loves him. And so when they brought him back, she was yeah, she was happy, but at the same time, after the show was over, she was like, kind of wish they didn't do that because I mean, I kind of wish. And, and it is true what she said. Now season three, it's not going to go the direction I thought it was going to go. It's going to go a whole, whole different direction. She That's what she said, too. She was kind of hoping they wouldn't have him in there or have a little glimpse of him or maybe he visits him or something. Yeah. But now that Grogu is going to be part of his adventures, it's kind of like, well, we saw that for two seasons already. Yeah. You know, because now it's going to be like him saving Grogu and this and that or vice versa. And it's kind of like, I didn't really want that for season three. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You, well, you want the Mandalorian to be like how you watched episode one. Exactly. You know how episode exactly. one, when it's just Mandalorian solo, uh-huh. probably partners up. I wanted up, more of that yeah, without pro- Grogu. Yeah, probably pa- partners up with the bounty hunter here and mm-hmm. there. I wanted to see that. That's what I wanted to see uh-huh. in this new season. And the way that it showed episode one was like, oh, they could do that. Mm-hmm. And then they just decide not to. Yeah, so it, it is what it is. Yeah, it is I'm what it is. Excited. Yeah, I'm still excited. I'm looking forward to I, it. Same, I'm still excited um, for season the other three. Thing that, the, only thing that, the other way that this show could go too is he has, she has to battle Bo-Katan. Yes. Bo-Katan's going to be after him. Yes. To yes. reclaim that uh, that dark saber mm-hmm. and be the ruler of Mandalore, which I mean is rightfully 
It's rightfully hers, yeah. dude. <laughs> the other, the, here's the fan theory is that, <clears throat> excuse me, Mandalorian, he might choose their way of doing things. Yeah. You've heard about that, I'm sure. Instead of becoming the old school Mandalorian. The, the new philosophy. The new philosophy. He might go the new of philosophy Mandalore. of Mandalore. Mm-hmm. And they might have to take down the, the last two of the original Mandalorians. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, but that's the thing, dude. Is that me personally? I just felt like Bo-Katan, like when he, he handed the the lightsaber to Bo-Katan, she didn't take it. Except I was just like, "But it's rightfully yours. Yeah, it's, it is your hers. Yeah. It's hers. It is. It's so, supposed to be hers." That, that's, so the thing is, if they do something like the Mandalore loses, the Mandalorian loses against her, I'll be like, okay. Yeah, the saber's hers. Mm-hmm. It's rightfully hers. It's rightfully hers. Yeah, she's not just some brat that's like, I want it, I want it, I want it. Yeah, no, no, she has the rights to that. She saber. has the rights to that saber. Mm-hmm. It is hers. So like, like I was kind of like not frustrated, but I was kind of like a little annoyed. Like, man, that sucks. She's never gonna get her saber. But that that's 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 little things, you know. But mm-hmm. other than that, what they're gonna do with season three? Maybe he will join her. Maybe she d- won't want him to join her because. He's technically going to be your leader since he has uh, the saber. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So there's that, right? That's the reason why I kind of brought that up too. Is that she's not going to want someone who has the sword on her team. Yeah, you know she's too proud for that. Mm-hmm. Or maybe she might not be that proud. She maybe like have said, him on his team. She'll might, she'll make him the leader of the new philosophy of the man. What 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 is their sect called anyways? Their group. They're still Mandalorians. Oh, okay. They're still Mandalorians. They're just another sect. Uh huh. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's that. Um. As far as Ahsoka, we don't know where that's going to go. Now, with Ahsoka, for sure I now. I don't know, at least. Like, well, of course, with with, with Ahsoka, he's, she's going to be after that blue admiral, the one with the red eyes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she's yeah, going to yeah. be after him. And also, um, they're probably going to show more of Luke, too. Yeah. They yeah, could probably I, show I more of Luke, too. They might show and more Luke. hopefully, they go more in depth. With Luke and Ahsoka talking about Darth Vader, about Anakin Skywalker, about the man that... She yeah, grew I would up with. Love to see that. Hopefully, they show more of heartfelt moments like that because mm-hmm. there was no real closure with Ahsoka and Anakin. Right. You know, they were always fighting when he became Darth Vader. They show it in Star Wars Rebels. They fight. Mm-hmm. So showing that dynamic with Luke and Ahsoka talking about Anakin, I kind of want little conversations like that. Just yes. To see that. Yeah, I would like that too. I would love to see that. Closure. Too. It's closure, closure. man. Mm-hmm. For Ahsoka. Closure mm-hmm. for Ahsoka. And that's what I want to see. I want to see closure for Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. Now, as far as Grogu, he's still going to be Force-sensitive. He's still going to be able to use his Force-sensitive powers, right? We'll just see. We'll see what happens. Because remember what Ahsoka said? If he doesn't train it like enough, he could lose it. Oh. But, you know, come on. We've seen, you know, it's the new trilogy. Uh... Ray basically, like from what we from what we see with her lightsaber, she's basically a gray Jedi. You know that yeah. whole gray Jedi. Maybe Grogu might become a gray Jedi. Ah, okay, okay, okay. I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. I, I don't know, like again, because it's in the right the the last Skywalker. The no, the Skywalker. The last. What was the last one called? Something. Um, the last Skywalker. Yeah, some stupid, stupid, something stupid anywho, like that. that. That one, that one. <laughs> Shows that we really don't care about. I don't about. care about the third one. But anywho, in that one, um, what it kind of shows. Rise of the Skywalker, no? I not Rise of the Skywalker. Who cares? Anywho, um, with with Rey, her lightsaber is like that yellowish okay, color, yeah, color. Yeah. And most time when characters use that, like it's either like Old Republic stuff or Grey Jedi lightsaber-like mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. So 
I think she's a great Jedi. That's what I think. So I don't know if I heard this on Star Wars Theory on YouTube or I read it somewhere, but wasn't there a bounty hunter who was Force sensitive who was like a Jedi? That was the first Mandalorian. That was the first Mandalorian. Not the first Mandalorian, but okay. the first Man- the Mandalorian who created the, the dark, dark saber. Dark saber. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That could be Grogu. He could. Yeah. Grogu could okay. be the next Force sensitive bounty hunter. Bounty hunter. Yeah. Yep. So it could be. It could be done. It could it be could done. Be done. And that's probably that's where the true. direction it's going to go to. He's going to yeah. be the next like leader of the Mandalorian. You don't. We don't know. He could be as you know. Obviously, he's not going to be this. Well, I mean, he'll how probably he, be the size of Yoda. Yeah. Yeah, but, but how would he use the saber? Would he be just like floating around him? That would be pretty cool to see that. That'd be cool. Turning if he could use the the sword the sword with the uh, the saber with the uh, force. Mm-hmm. That would or maybe they could shorten the handle. Maybe or yeah. maybe they might be making it specifically for, for him. him. <laughs> yeah. So who knows where this is going to go? There's so many theories and everything. There's directions this could go to. And uh, I'm excited for it. I'm down for anything same. they throw at me. Same, same. You know, throw at us, us the fans, you know. And um, uh, uh, Dave Filoni and uh, John Favreau, they're, they're killing it. They're doing an excellent job. Mm-hmm. And, I, and, um, you know, and I think we mentioned this in our past episode is that they're going to keep, uh, believe it or not, Kathleen Kennedy is going to give them the reins and let them control what they want to create. The show universe. The show universe. Not the no, movies. Even movies. Oh, even the movies? Even movies. What? She's giving them the reins to certain movies. Oh, wow. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, I mean... Pat's on the back to Kathleen Kennedy for that. Yeah. Hey, you know, okay, we're cool with that. You know, so I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So John Favreau, Dave Filoni, keep doing your thing, man. I know they're probably not hearing this, but <laughs> you know, in theory, good job, guys. Good job. Yeah. Keep, keep doing your thing. Uh, well, that's about it. That's all we got for uh, the Desbro Show episode 18, everybody. I hope you all enjoyed. Uh, continue to please listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at The Desbro Show and on Twitter, The Desbro Show. And we will see you next episode. God bless. Peace. And Desbro, we'll catch you next time.